Are you ready? Go. It's time, time to separate the men from the boys. boys. Get down to the business of sport right here on the world-famous Ginger's Perspective. Hello and welcome to Football 2 Plus 3 right here on the Ginger's Perspective. And it has been a rather interesting week. Before we start the podcast this week, we've got to mention Liverpool. Many people would have thought comfortable against Bournemouth. Instead, went and blew a comfortable lead. I think 2-0 at one point. And if I'm not mistaken, 3-1 too. So, Liverpool, what's going on? Come on, guys. I mean, we sing your praises and now you let us down. Especially if we had a fantasy side or a star player. But uh, Mo, who joins me as always, the football authority, the fantasy football guru, Liverpool, I mean, that was an interesting one. It was an entertaining game of note, wasn't it? It was a cracking game if you were neutral, not if you were a Liverpool fan. Yeah, to quote uh, Alex Ferguson, football, bloody hell, eh? I mean, <laughs> how, how, do, how, how on earth did Liverpool lose uh, the game after leading 3-1? Okay, yeah, uh, you know, their defence was a bit uh, horrible. Their goalkeeper was having a nightmare. But I mean, even if you were rubbish ask you this Mo because they find they find themselves in third spot uh, now four points adrift of Chelsea at a crucial time in the season because this sort of Christmas festive season period now the, the fixtures come thick and fast also this is what's cost Liverpool in the past not putting away the smaller teams and take nothing away from Bournemouth they're 10th up to 18 points now and you know moving far further and further away from that relegation sort of quagmire if you like but at this point Liverpool need to be burying those teams if they want to be taken seriously as title contenders yeah it's, it's the same old thing eh? they, they, need, they need to be able to go down to the Bournemouth and the Burnley's and get a result and that's how you, you win the Premier League you can't have it where you're not where you lose you're throwing away a 3-1 lead and losing a game, and uh, it's, I'm sure the Liverpool the, uh, fans are disappointed. They haven't seen one in the, the whole week. So <laughs> I'm sure when I bump into one, I'll make sure I ask you. Yeah, it's an interesting one. Look, defence is definitely something they need to rectify, and, and January. Jurgen Klopp's going to have to try and lure someone to Anfield uh, because Lovren's not cracking it in the centre of defence. He's been found wanting, and and maybe they'll do what they've done in the past. Maybe they will go to Southampton and, and raid for a nice defender. Yeah, I, I believe they're interested in that uh, Virgil van Dijk who we spoke about last week. Okay, he had a rubbish game against Reno Palace, but uh, Liverpool definitely need to strengthen him. Yeah, I also think the Coutinho injury is, hasn't really helped them at this point. They go up against West Ham on Sunday, the last match of the weekend. Um, at home, at Anfield, you've got to back the Reds 
to uh, claim a win over a West Ham who are struggle, struggling and, and slipping towards that horrible place, that horrible, haunting, sticky, terrible relegation <laughs> zone that no one wants to be in at this point. Yeah, West Ham are a bit rubbish this season. I'm not, I'm not sure what's happened. Eh? I mean, Village last season, West Ham were like solid. And this season, it's like a totally different team. I, I don't understand. And they haven't changed much of their players. Maybe it's teams have figured them out. They've figured out how to take Mark, you know, buy uh, it and take him out of games. Yeah. But, it's, I mean, Village is under massive pressure. I think he's, you know, he's, he looks like what's on to be sacked already. Yeah, I think I think he's just nudged ahead of Alan Pardew at Crystal Palace. I think Palace's uh, sort of <laughs> one result has maybe bought him a little bit of time because he looks certain to be headed for the axe at uh, at Palace. Yeah, uh, he's, he's also on thin ice. He needs to get some more of those type of results where they win. And, uh, you know, it was a bit of a surprise win. We thought that they, they were going to lose and he was going to get the sack. Yeah, and uh, you know these two managers might just open the door for somebody like you know Sam Allardyce, or maybe I believe Roy Hodgson says he wants to coach uh, in the Premier League again. So maybe that might open something for him. Yeah, I don't think Roy Roy Hodgson or, or Sam Allardyce are terrible managers, and I think at a club like Crystal Palace, they might actually do quite well. Look, they shouldn't be languishing in 14th place. They certainly certainly shouldn't. But in terms of the, the that relegation battle we we spoke of, West Ham hovering just above by a point in 17th. Leicester City in 16th, uh, 13 points. So that's only two above Sunderland, Hull and Swansea. And I think the match between Sunderland and Swansea this weekend, that is going to be a massive, massive turning point. Uh, The Swans hosting uh, the Mackhams. That's on Saturday afternoon. That's an interesting one because Bradley is under pressure already and he's only been in the job a couple of months. Yeah, I think bringing uh, an American coach uh, at Swansea has been a big mistake. When you you, you, you find you in the bottom in the Premier League, you can't bring someone who doesn't know how to get you out of relegation. So they have an experienced manager who knows how to deal with these situations. And, you know, that game against Sunderland is going to be massive for them. Uh, Sunderland managed to beat Hull, I think, last weekend. So, you know, they, they, they're getting some, if they can get enough points against that are in that zone, they'll be all right. But you know, we always say they should just get relegated. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a massive one. It's a, it's a six pointer there. I think it is a six-pointer, most definitely. I think the the writing's on the wall for Swansea. If they lose uh, to Sunderland and suddenly suddenly find some some space there, they're going to be in serious trouble because Hull are playing Crystal Palace in another cracking match. So for the Tigers, three points there piles massive pressure on Crystal Palace again and moves Hull out of the, the, the relegation zone. So it's all happening. It's a, it's a bottom dwellers deluxe this weekend in the, the Barclays Premier League. But the featured match of the weekend has to be at Old Trafford. Manchester United, Tottenham going head to head. It is five plays six at the Theatre of Dreams. Um, but it is six points that separate the two teams. So for Manchester United, it's a must-win if they're to get back into contention for the European places. Is it really a big game? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think even like bookies have stopped taking bets on uh, you know draws with Man United. <laughs> it happens so often. Is, you know, and I, 
think it, it comes down to calm. Uh, previous years, United would always, right at the end, win the game, matches, and take the three points. And it's, you know, it was called for the diamond. And now it's turned against them. You know, they end up drawing games late. It, it, it happened again against Arsenal. It happened against Everton. And, uh, you know, I think Spurs might, you know, they had a good Champions League game in the week. Yeah. And they might be up for it. United have traveled to Ukraine playing on the frozen pitch. So, you know, it's going to, if I, if I were to say, it's going to be a boring game. It's not going to be exciting goals galore. It's going to be a very boring game. This is this is the time I'd like to, uh, for the first time in, in the, probably the history of our podcast, to say, Mo, I hope you're wrong. I hope we see a 5-4 thriller at Old Trafford, because that's what they need. Chelsea playing West Bromwich Albion. Chelsea are in some sensational form after that victory at Manchester City. They'll be steamrolling West Brom, although away from home, West Brom haven't been as solid as they are maybe at the Hawthorns. So you can expect Chelsea to run away with that one. Leicester City against Manchester City. Now, Manchester City with their buffoons, um, Fernandinho and Sergio Aguero. I mean, the, 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 the fantasy managers are cursing now with Aguero gone because that was ludicrous. That, that tackle was just, he was trying to hurt um, the other player. And, and unfortunately... You don't want to see that in football. You really don't want to see it. But it's going to cost City. It potentially could cost them their, their title running, if you think about it. Yeah, because, I mean, now he's got a four-match ban. So, you know, apart from all the fantasy managers, I'm sure Pep Guardiola must be quite upset as well. You know, you need your, you need your best players. And, I mean, other than Aguero, they've got that Nigerian, I think he's a Nigerian striker. That's right. Um, but, I mean... Four games for him to play with all with all these fixtures coming. I mean, I think they play on Saturday, and then there's games next week, Tuesday and Wednesday. So you need all your players, and you can't afford. Okay, look, you were losing. Fair play. You know what? Don't get sent off and you know cause your team more problems going for for the ahead. You know, you, yeah. They, you'll be able to turn it around. You know, if you lose one game, maybe Chelsea will slip up in the next game. You know, but I mean that was just it was crazy. That that was just. Yeah, we don't want to see ill-tempered football, but the way Chelsea played, Mo, you've got to think these guys mean business. And under Conte, they seem to have a new lease on life. They they look like they're happy. Eden Hazard is playing some insane football. You know, Moses has come to life. He is he's sparked to life, and all of a sudden, creating chances, box to box. You, you know, it's unbelievable. It it really is a pleasure to watch Chelsea at the moment. So. From that point of view, against West Bromwich Albion, you would have to say that's going to be a comfortable win. And I know there's an injury cloud over Diego Costa this weekend, but uh, man, that guy knows how to score goals. And he's the type of guy Conte loves having in uh, the spearhead of his attack. Yeah, uh, you know, Conte's got getting, you know, he's getting Costa to play his best football, to go out there, do what he needs to do and score goals, not pick fights with other players and get sent off in it. I mean, when last was he sent off? Yeah. When was he yellow guarded? It's uh, he's really got him, you know, playing as a proper striker, getting goals. I mean, he's the joint top goal scorer with uh, Sanchez at the moment, and uh, you know, Conte's done done well with the, the players he's had. He hasn't added too much to the squad, but he's he's got them playing the right way. 
a guy like Kante, who's come from Leicester, the work he puts in for Chelsea is what Leicester potentially are lacking uh, this season. Just the way that guy has a a gas tank for days. He runs, he works, he gets balls, he's countering, he's defending. I think it's a big loss for for Leicester City. Um, Speaking of Sanchez, though, you did mention that there's a bit of a question mark over his future and Mesut Ozil at Arsenal. And I know Arsene Wenger's come out and said, I'm not concerned about their future, but... It's not that they're lining up to sign new deals at the Emirates, are they? Yeah, I think the problem with Arsenal is their strict wage structure. They don't want to break that. But I mean, in this modern game, you've got to, they've got to start looking at it and saying, look, are we going to lose our best players? I mean, they were talking like Sanchez got a £400,000 a week deal from some Chinese club, which, Crazy. in my opinion, is frustrating. Yeah. I, I think his agent is trying to get But I mean, look, the guy deserves it. He's, doing well, give him, pay him what he's worth. I mean, you can't underpay him when he's doing well. And he's going to look at other options if, if at the end of, I mean, the, the lifespan of a footballer is very short. You want yeah. to make as much money as you can. So you don't blame the guy. And, you know, Arsene Wenger, I think he's trying to play it down. But if they don't offer those two players, Arsenal will, will be, you know, it'll be a massive loss for them uh, for, for the few, next few years. Then. Huge loss. Arsenal Stoke. That uh, is on Saturday afternoon that you can look forward to that one. Fantasy football, Sanchez has been a revelation in uh, the the midfield for a lot of fantasy managers. Um, uh, who, who's a guy to, to keep an eye on? Because I get the feeling this weekend, looking at, at some of the games here, you know, Chelsea, West Brom, um, Liverpool, West Ham, uh, Arsenal, Stoke, there's potential for your your star players and your fantasy football teams to potentially rack up a few points. Yeah, there are quite a few. I think a lot of people will add Nathan Ecke from uh, Bournemouth. As a defender, he gets goals. And uh, he might be an option. Yeah. Also, I mean, you'll stick with your regulars, Sanchez. If, if Costa is fit, you, you, you'll, keep, you'll go for Costa. Aguero is probably the most transferred out. But uh, West Brom's Gareth McCauley, you know, I noticed he pops up with some decent points. He's always getting you good points. And he might be someone that you can look at. But the thing is with these defenders who tend to stop score goals, if you look at which clubs they play for, they're definitely teams who concede. Yeah. I mean, you get, I think you get six points if your defender scores. But if you get four points, if your defender keeps a clean sheet. Now, the chances of them, I mean, like McCauley scoring against Chelsea, who are one of the meanest defenses. Yeah. We'll have to wait and see. It's a busy weekend in the Premier League and fantasy managers will be cursing Sergio Aguero this weekend because he has been in goal scoring form. He's a finisher of note, but uh, that four-match ban is going to probably hurt Manchester City more than the fantasy managers. Mo, thanks for your time. Remember, of course, to catch us on iTunes, cliffcentral.com and on csduplicy.co.za. Good luck this weekend to all the fantasy managers. Mo, last thing? Well, as always, be champion. There you have it. Football 2 plus 3 on the Ginger's Perspective.